0: This is actually you are a real runner with Jack and Ricky. What up? Welcome back guys. I'm so excited for today's podcast. I say that a lot, don't I? And that's a good thing. I'm excited. Um, it would be bad if I was like, this episode is awful. No, today's episode is really fun. Um, we chat with my good friend Kate. Who I actually connected with um, over social media because of our love of running. Kate and I actually went to college together, hadn't talked to each other for probably a decade, but we were both running, connected on social media, and I just think that that's the beauty. Like, there is a bunch of crap out there. Like, don't get me wrong, there are awful things that happen in the world and awful things that people put on social media. But I truly believe if you want to create good in the world, put good stuff out there and you're going to start to attract good people and then you just all pay it forward and you just start doing good all around. Um, so Kate is amazing. She um, is the opposite of me. She has grown up running. Um, she is super successful, super amazing, super positive. Um, I just love her and she helps me out a ton training, um, training and running the Chicago Marathon. So, yay, let's hear from Kate. So I have Kate here. Kate, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: So I was born and raised in the Midwest. So I'm a Midwest girl and I still live here for some great reason. (laughs) Um, so I grew up in the Chicagoland area, I have four siblings, um, the, That is a big part of who I am. Um, I'm a teacher. I teach kindergarten through fifth grade English language learners, and it's the best job ever. Um, I am married, but have no kids yet. We've been on the five-year plan for 12 years, um, but eventually I'm gonna dry up, so I probably need to start thinking about that soon. Um, I went to undergrad at Augustana in Rock Island, Illinois. I started as a music ed major, but switched to elementary shortly after that. And that is where I met Jacqueline. Yeah. I used to be really involved in music. I sang with choirs around the Chicagoland area for years, but that's kind of gone by the wayside just because I've had other priorities. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm really into vegan cooking, running, learning about the world, all things education, and uh, aligning myself with other compassionate, progressive people. That's really been important recently.
0: Yeah, I sure. think that's kind of how we reconnected um, because yes. of those similar things. And just because I don't know, probably hadn't talked in like nine years or something. I don't even right, know. Exactly.
1: Something and, crazy. and I ended up reconnecting with Jacqueline as a result of seeing a friend's Facebook post back when Jacqueline was doing the run a hundred miles with her. <laughs> yeah. So ever since then we've uh, reconnected because we both love plants and running and health.
0: <laughs> we love plants and running and health. Yeah. That's so funny. Um, cause that, those hundred days of running have actually connect, reconnected me with a lot of people that, you know, maybe 10 years ago, I didn't have this thing in common with people, but it like, I guess that's the cool thing about social media and technology these days is that you do find these hobbies and these passions um, that you didn't know you had with people or you didn't have with people. And just making new friends is nice. Absolutely. Yeah. And reconnecting with old ones. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> it's so fun. So tell us a little bit more about how you got interested in running. I'm a new runner, but
1: you are not. I am not. I've been <laughs> a runner for 20 years. Wow. Approximately or exactly. Um, My oldest sister got really into distance running in high school, and I followed suit by running distance on the track team my freshman year of high school. And then I kept continued running track and cross country throughout the rest of high school. Um, And then I've been running here and there ever since. I honestly probably... Well, I did start running for the wrong reasons, like some people do. I feel like I'm in The Bachelor saying, oh, for the wrong reasons. (laughs) I, um, I saw my sister was able to eat as much as she wanted, And she looked amazing um, as long as she kept running. And I wanted the same thing because I had some body image issues in high school as I think most people do. Um, And I was a little bit heavier then. Mm -hmm. It didn't end up happening for me. I didn't lose a bunch of weight, but I kept running anyway because Mm -hmm. I loved how running made me feel and Mm -hmm. so many of my friends ran and I just loved all the girls on the team. And then I never stopped. Yeah,
0: I think that's cool. And, you know, unlike The Bachelor, who cares the reasons why we started? Because, you know, that's why I started running. I started to lose weight. Um, and then I actually – I ended up gaining weight when I was marathon training because I just didn't understand health. But, I mean, who cares why we got started? It is cool to, like, start for whatever reason and then to keep going with it. I think that's the key part is, like, just can you – continuing to keep going. So um, how did you do this more in your adult life? Like, what is your running story past
1: high school? Sure. So um, I in, in high school, I was frequently injured, which mm-hmm. is kind of the theme of my running career, unfortunately. I wanted to run um, – at Augustana where I went um, because it's a D3 school, but I had to choose between music and running. And since I was starting as a music major and I got a music scholarship, I had to choose music. So I ran pretty inconsistently in college based on how busy I was and who I was friends with at the time if running was important to them, which Most of them, it wasn't. So running wasn't really a main priority. Mm -hmm. I got really back into running after college. So I signed up for the Chicago Marathon in 2008 as a charity runner for Children's Memorial Hospital, which no longer exists. Um, So I ran a bunch of races that year to prepare. I got really bad Achilles tendonitis because like anything I do, I go into it um, full-fledged. Uh, too much. So, so I finished training on the elliptical and bike. I had an absolutely awful race due to injury and weather. It was one of the years that the Chicago marathon crept up into the upper eighties and it was absolutely yeah. atrocious. Yeah. I ended up finishing like 45 minutes after I'd planned on it. Um, So I nursed IT band syndrome and Achilles tendonitis after the race for a really long time. Mm -hmm. And I hadn't run with other people since high school. But in 2016, I started running with Dick Pond Athletics, which is a local running store here, Mm -hmm. um, while training for some races. Since doing that, I've met just some of the most amazing people who are now some of my closest friends. I've achieved a bunch of PRs um, in the full marathon and half marathon since running with that team because they have really great speed work. Awesome. Um, and I've been chasing those times down for years and years and years. It took me eight years to finally PR in the marathon in half. Um, and then since then, I've also officially paced some races. Yeah. Past year. It's been really cool. And the past two years, I've achieved my highest mileage ever. Yes, been really, really, um, you know, an off and on journey, but also still, I've been running kind of here and there.
0: Yeah, I think that's really cool to you know, like while you did have this hobby growing up, it was like your adult life, like after college, that you revisited it, and then. I mean, so you did kind of reinvent yourself and then, like, do things that you weren't doing in high school. I mean, like, running races, it's really popular now. And then especially being able to meet other people because of it, like, because of this hobby mm-hmm. is so cool and fun and just, like, I don't know. It's it's just interesting to meet people that maybe wouldn't be in your closest group of friends, but then you find mm-hmm. something in common with them.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Um, how have you used running to empower your life besides just, you know, like we said, a lot of us start because we wanted to lose weight, but what else has running helped you do? Um,
1: it's helped me to surround myself with like-minded people Mm who prioritize health. Mm. And I just, it's an amazing community of people. Um, just the running community is so supportive. They always want to help. They always want to lift you up. Um, so that's been really wonderful. It's grown my confidence a lot over the years, Um, it's helped me to set and achieve goals. And what's really cool is I feel like I've become a resource for people who are getting started with running or trying to achieve new running goals. So basically I'm a cheerleader for them and it's just a really neat, um, place to be. Maybe it's the teacher in me. I don't know, but I love being somebody's cheerleader. Like, Oh, how was your seven mile run this weekend? And they're like, Oh my gosh, it's so good. Thanks. Thanks for caring. You know? So I just think it's it's been a great source of positivity and a big confidence builder. Yeah. I think,
0: yeah, just what you said at first, like, it's more than just the physical health or whatever, medical, it's like mental health, like sanity, and like the confidence that you get being surrounded by people that are pushing. I think sometimes new runners think, oh gosh, I can't run with people that are better than me because they're better than me and I'm going to feel bad about myself. But it's, it's the opposite. Like, you surround yourself with people that are really awesome at running and, like, really positive. And that runs, that rubs all off on you. Absolutely. Yeah. What has been the
1: hardest part about running for you? Um, you can probably oh, guess. Yeah. It, <laughs> battling and preventing oh, injury. Because yeah. um, I love running. But my body really wasn't designed for it. Um, I have flat feet. Mm-hmm. I have a really gigantic chest for a runner. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't meant to be, but I'm continuing to force it. And I just keep on doing it and do strength training and get in touch with good doctors and therapists and whatnot to um, work through all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the hardest part for me, but um, there are other things that are hard about it, like finding a really good sports bra. To <laughs> hang your <knees>. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The mental aspect of racing is also really hard for me. My mental game is not very strong when in a, in a race and it's definitely a work in progress. So if I'm running a half around mile nine, I'm like, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to get this PR. I think I'm just going to oh. slow down. Oh okay, wait, No, you need to keep going. And yeah. it's something I've been working on for years. Yeah. Um, and then along those same lines, not beating myself up when I fail to meet a race goal, I'm really, really hard on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I finally learned, I think in the last year or so, every race doesn't have to be a PR. I can just run it for fun. Yeah. And it's so enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that's hard is determining exactly how much to eat during high mileage months. <laughs> and to make, I'm adequately fueling my body while not overeating because yeah. I love food.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting that you said your mental game isn't the strongest because, I mean, it I, one of the things that you said to me, um, you know, like you think that those fast runners, like everything is easy for them, but that's not what it is. It is really hard for them too, but they do it anyway. And so I would never have guessed that your mental game during a race was hard because I would just was like, no, she's so positive all the time. Like she like knows all of these things. I would never have guessed that.
1: Those are things they've learned. <laughs> yeah, So it's it's definitely, like I said, it's a work in progress. It's something you have to work on because even really uh, people that look like really strong runners, they still struggle with it. And that is definitely something that um, I've had to look for strategies on and talk to other runners to see what do they do to – what mind tricks do they play.
0: Yeah, and I think that that, for me – when I would hear about other people running marathons, I would be like, oh my gosh, I could never do that. My, I can't focus on anything for that long. And then when we did our first marathon, I mean, it was like our first marathon was like six hours in 19 minutes. So it was not good by any means. But when I look back to it, I'm like, you focused your mind on something for six hours, more than six hours. Like that's right. ridiculous. And that's the crazy thing, is that like, yeah, like you need your body to do stuff, but it's the mind. Like when you get your mindset, your body's like, okay, fine, we'll figure this out. Um, what what tips do you have, like about the mindset? Like, what have you learned that's helped
1: you or other people have taught you? Oh gosh. Um, you're putting me on the spot here. Oh, I was trying to think of like some of the tips that I gave you while trying to pace you in Chicago. I yeah. Um, I guess counting my steps has mm-hmm. helped me just, yeah. just counting one, two, three, four, you know, um, looking at it as counting backwards, like four more to go, three more to go, two more to go. Um, other things just taking it one mile at a time, like, okay, I'm going to hit this next benchmark, uh, right at this point, And then I'm going to keep going. Yep. Um, having, knowing where, Family members are and yeah. friends are along the course that oh. really gives you something to look to. Yeah. Um, another mind game I remember sharing with you was look at the person in front of you. <laughs> <pretend that laughs> They're you pulling a, you. And they are pulling yes. you along. you are going to go and you're snipping them off. Snip them. Snip them. Yep. Yeah. Snip them. Catch up and, and snip them. Go get that next person. So put your eye, <laughs> eye on a target and go see if you can get them. Yeah. That was. Like chasing down people that look like they're better in in better shape than me. Like, ha I can run faster than you. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a good, I like that. Mm Mm-hmm. It takes, like, it's like a competitive thing, but it's also, like, friendly because it, I don't know. At the end of the day, it doesn't actually really matter. But it's, like, those little things, especially at the end of a race, like, it pushes you ahead. And you don't even realize, like, how much, just little, like, just little, just just sprint a little bit, just, just go a little bit further.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. And another, another thing that I read once that actually has really helped me in some races is when you're really tired, running faster actually can sometimes relieve your muscles because you use different muscles. Mm-hmm. So trying to speed up instead of, you know, maintain the same pace actually could help.
0: Yeah. That makes sense. Um, cause I remember that, like, it was like it's the same motion. My foot's hitting the ground at the same spot. But, like, when you speed up, it's, oh, this is something different. hmm Oh, man. <laughs> Those last couple of miles of
1: the marathon. <laughs> you're having PTSD just being yeah. <laughs> And it's, I am for you.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's just so funny. And it's it's something that it's really hard to explain to someone that does, like, that has not run. Because they're, like, it's so painful. And you talk about how much pain it is. Why do you keep doing it? And you're, like.
1: I don't know. I don't but most, know. Of, most of running isn't painful. You're not always racing. Most no. of the time you're racing, you know? Yeah. And it's the training part that is really what the journey is all about. The training? Yeah.
0: Yes. Um, yes. I just talked to a coaching client about that, and it's like, you know, you can sign up for a bunch of 5K races, and it's cool, like, you know, the charity ones or the untimed ones, the color runs, like, those are a lot of fun, and they're like a big social gathering, and, you know, you get your beer at the end, and it's a big party, but, like, the transformation, like, the actual things that where you learn that you can do hard things, where you get stronger, that comes with the training. Those 5K races are fun, and I'm not hating on them, because that's definitely how I got started in running. But like the training and sticking with something for 12, 18 weeks, whatever it is, that's where you're like, wow, (laughs) I did this. Yeah.
1: Right. Right. It's good. Because originally you look at the mileage and you're like, oh my gosh, I have an 18 mile run in two months. How am I going to do that? And then you do it and you're like, that wasn't so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It is bad. But then you're also like, wow, I did that. That's right. insane. Yeah. Even just yesterday, I ran like, I did seven and I was like, how the heck did I do seven? And how the heck did I do 20? How, how did I do 26? Like that, it's insane.
1: Right. It's amazing what your body can do mm-hmm. when you train
0: it. When you're actually training and sticking to a plan and doing it. Um, yeah. You can do so much more. Um, yeah. So, um, just. Do we see, how has running helped you in other parts of life?
1: Um, so I am very much a go, go, go type a kind of crazy person. So it forces me to relax and really take time for myself. So it's a really big, um, stress reliever for me. So right now I'm injured. Mm. I have a pinched nerve in my foot and I'm just like, I'm dying of not being able to run right now or just run a little bit. Um, So stress relief is huge. Um, As I've said, as I said before, the body image and confidence piece is, is just huge. Um, It's really expanded my social circle and it's allowed me to see parts of my community that I wouldn't have otherwise seen by literally running around the community and seeing, you know, new blocks or like, Hey, I never knew the street was here. Um, And at the same point, also being able to interact with people, I would never cross paths with otherwise like there's a guy that I that I do spin with on Sunday morning sometimes who's a mechanic you know I would never have crossed paths with him he's in his early 50s you know it's just kind of it's so random and then another guy who works at the post office you know it's just really interesting
0: yeah you're right so I mean it is cool to meet people that yeah are 20 years older than you that you would never have built a friendship with and you learn so much from You learn so much, and it just, like, opens your eyes to other people in the world um, instead of, like, the usual people you would be friends with. Exactly. Um, So going back to what you said about confidence and body image issues, so are you saying, like, running or, like, the running community has helped you with that?
1: Um, I think running in in general because it makes me feel strong. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, my body's not perfect, but – it's so strong and mm-hmm. it does really incredible things and i need to not be so hard on myself about it you know so just along those lines and i think just it just reminds me of all that i'm capable of doing if i set my mind to something
0: mhm that's one of the things we talk about in my coaching program is um you know like you can lose weight like running you're going to lose weight eating you know fixing the foods you know eating better foods that's going to help you lose weight but your, your body's never going to become perfect, but when you start focusing on all of the things that your body can do, your legs can run, like your legs can run a 5K, your legs can run a half marathon, a marathon. Like focusing on those things, like what your body can actually do and function, that is like the huge thing. Like when you're 80, you're not gonna be like, oh great, you know, I had perfect legs when I was twenty-six. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, I didn't. You're in your gravestone, nobody cares. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, no one <laughs> She had a perfect body when she was... She maintained her ideal weight. Yeah. Yeah, no one cares. No one cares. Um, But, and I think too, like the other cool thing is um, when you're at a race and you're seeing people in their 50s or their 60s or 70s or whatever, in all of these different body types, people that are larger and are running, people that are like really, you know, really small, really thin and running, people that are really muscular and you're all running and it's like, it's, it's healthy and, like, affirming to see so many different types of bodies and what strong looks like on other people. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, that, and it should not just be, you know, Olympic athletes, their bodies are amazing, but...
1: It's that's their job. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's their full time job. That's it. (laughs)
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So you are plant based. You are vegan. Tell us a little bit more about how you got involved in that and how it's helped your health.
1: So I think I'm one of the few people on the planet that has been plant-based my entire life. Yeah. Um, I'm not a strict vegan because okay. I occasionally, uh, or when I was growing up, I wasn't a strict vegan because I occasionally ate eggs, mm-hmm. um, but I was mostly vegan because I was allergic to dairy for the first two decades of my life, and two of my siblings were also allergic to dairy and eggs. Okay. So we were mostly vegan growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh and my mom raised us that way after she became a vegetarian in her early 20s. Mm-hmm. And she's very well read and she took a lot of flack for raising her kids that way um, from extended family, from doctors saying, oh, your children aren't going to be anemic, which is funny because I've actually had two higher iron over the years. Um, <gasps> she's gotten a, a lot of, mm-hmm. I can't say the word I was going to say. Um, <laughs> So I'm really excited for her that she's finally getting validation from the medical field, you know, decades later. Mm -hmm. Uh, So in April of 2010, my husband also decided he wanted to try out vegetarian for a few months before our wedding because he was like, hey, I want to lose some weight. I'm just going to eat what you do for a few months. He never went back. And the past several years, we've followed a vegan diet at home. Mm -hmm. And when we go out, we eat vegetarian. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the reason for that is because... I'm allergic to nuts, so eating vegan outside of the house is sometimes a little bit dangerous because the food food uses tree nut substitutes. Um, And I feel like it's all about balance and moderation, and that is how we found a balance.
0: Yeah. So how has it helped? So you've been eating this way your whole life. Um, Right. What health benefits has your husband seen or, like, have you seen in him?
1: Yeah. So um, he really is lactose intolerant so oh, okay, it yeah. has helped him to have like no gi issues whatsoever mm-hmm. he feels so much better um and he is compared to when i met him he's down 50 pounds wow that's insane um, and that's not exclusively due to eating. He also finally started running after I <laughs> tried to get him to start running for eight years. Yeah. And I've I
0: noticed when once I stopped having milk, um, I was like, oh, my skin doesn't have the acne that it did. That I used to spend like tons of money on facial stuff to clear up. And then it was like, oh, huh. Maybe it's not it's not the thing that builds strong bones. That's crazy. Right. No, it's actually
1: the opposite.
0: Yeah, it's so insane. But so awesome. This is so great talking with you. If you were to leave one piece of advice t- to others to help them change their lives, what would you say? If
1: you want to achieve big goals and dreams. You have to be willing to make changes and put in the work. Mm. Get outside of your comfort zone, take risks, and you probably won't ever look back other than to reflect on how happy you are that you took the big scary plunge.
0: That was so great to connect with Kate. I just learned so much from her every time I talk with her. Guys, do me a favor and Kate, thanks, Jameson. Do me a favor and pay it forward. Um, Tag me in a post on Facebook or Instagram. Show your friends this podcast. I know there are more people out there that would love to hear about these things that need some inspiration in their life. Um, Yeah, have an awesome rest of your day, guys. Bye.